Hey, welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Was That in Good Taste, your podcast for tracking the decline of the critically endangered Yangtze finless porpoise. Uh, the show's about alcohol, but uh, just it's in a constant decline. And so any time you listen to a new episode, just keep in mind that this finless porpoise is just getting closer and closer to extinction. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about the Yangtze finless porpoise. It's in a consistent downward spiral, much like the rest of us. And every time you tune into a new episode, you should consider this porpoise, this dolphin relative. Just because they're not bottlenose dolphins doesn't mean they don't deserve your love, too. Like, we're not actively killing them on the show yet. And so... Every time you just you should consider it. It's a where you listen and you track the progression of time and you can through correlation and the transitive property know that every time you hear a new episode, know that there are fewer and fewer porpi porpoisey porpoises? Finless porpoises. I'm James Beery. Uh I'm Chandler Phillips. And, and I can no longer resist the pizza. This is was that in good taste? I open the box and unzip my pants with my other hands. As I penetrate the gooey cheese, I moan in ecstasy. The mushrooms and Italian sausage. Vegan Italian sausage. The new impossible vegan Italian sausage, to be fair, are rough, but the sauce is deliciously soothing. Is this the Italian-American pie? I know my, I, I don't want to say that, but... Say it. Something happens, and then I'll leave in shame. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Chandler. The shame, not the shame. You should feel That's what happened right, be- right before brevity. I came on air. So what are we talking about today? What are we, what are we, what are we, what's happening? Today we're discussing just the history of our show. We're reaching almost a three-year anniversary of having done this podcast, and I thought it would be special to me, it'd be special to you to have a little look back on just how we came to be, how we got this. This is um, a retrospective, if you will. I don't know about you, but I came from a very dark and scary place. A dark and scary place. The Bronx. Well, tell us. Tell us what brought you to Brooklyn, because that's... That's how we got to this unknown location that we're at. Oh, wow. We're not even going to talk about anything else. Okay, we're doing this. We're Oh, you wanted to jump. All right. I'll, no, no. I was just I, I was just seeing. I don't know. I wanted to just see. I was just curious. How did I end up in Brooklyn? How did you? That's end? really interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So my mother originally was in France. This is weird. Wait, okay. which part of France? Paris or like one of the not so nice parts? <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. So whatever. She was wait. In- was she in nice Paris? Because it's one of the not so nice parts. Never asked. Oh. I never met my father. He was a French airman. He was always coming and going. He sounds like quite the uh, vagabond. Um, they had a tryst. Or was it a long-term romance? Unfortunately, just like always, she could never see when he was coming. Oh, no. 
because she's blind. Then, uh, unfortunately, my grandfather was like, you, you obviously, you can't stay in Paris. So my mother flew back to New York where she was not allowed to live in the house. They made her move to a uh, group home where everyone was forced to participate in, like, shows. Like plays like or musicals? like talent shows? Like musicals. Okay. Because my grandma was like an actress. My grandfather was like an actor and they wanted her to like, so they like. So they made everyone in the group they, home. So they made her go to a group home. That enforced and that was encouraged. for That was for like arts or something. Mm. They're trying, like, trying to force them to like dance and stuff. A group home for thespians. Yes. But unfortunately, one of those heavy belly, <sighs> the dance moves, they would have heard a boogie oogie. But she just couldn't boogie no more. She boogie oogied until she could no longer oogie the boogie. Fuck, man. And then I was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And I've had I've had a very interesting life. You have had a very interesting and traumatic life. Um, before we get into that, remember to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, uh, my way was going to be better. Oh, I'm going to do my way. Okay, um, do yours. Hold on. Like We're going to rewind it a little bit. Okay. Your life was really tragic. Yeah. All the things that brought me from there to here. That's right. That's what this in good taste. And we're James and Chandler. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Like this everywhere that you can like things. Cause... Oh, you know, I do like the way you <laughs> did it better. <laughs> Validate us, please. Um, also, we're going to be drinking things. What do we got today? Oh, shit. I forgot. So, we're drinking Frosé. Mm-hmm. That's Frozen Rosé for those of y'all who don't know what... Um, fuck, it's not an acronym. What's it called? Amalgamation? It's an, amal- it's an amalgam of two things. Of Frozen Rosé. Yeah. But it's a Frosé Rita. So, it's a Frozen Rosé... Margarita. It's a compound contraction. And it's delicious. And we talk about it at length, as well as what is Frosé brunch and where it would fit on our shelves. And, of course, like always, all those things. Like last week, super fun, super crazy, nutcrackers everywhere. Down my throat, on my face. Just cracking nuts. Just cracking them nuts. And... Roasting on an open fire. Uh, coming up soon, we're definitely gonna we gotta do we're gonna do a pride thing. I feel like we're gonna do something extra cool and fun this year because last year, I don't know, I was I was trying to do something. We did a little kick at pride discourse, but I don't know. Uh, it's back this year, but I don't I don't want to talk about kink at pride, you know. And uh, can also, we, can we be the kink at pride? I don't know about that. Okay, but thinking back, thinking back. From then to now. Yeah. And we've done. In the last year. In the last year. We've done tens of episodes. <sighs> in the last three years, we've done over 100 episodes, like 120 episodes. We've done so much work. Yeah. And I know it's we've, weird. We've had so many discussions. But so much has happened between then. And now. And now. A whole different world. So, what you you wanted to talk? You wanted to bring up the past, right? We're talking about the past. It's almost like a clip show, but we're doing it audially. So I thought it'd be fun to 
I also have in front of me, like every episode ranked from the top one, which you know what it is because I for- I told you before I thought this would be interesting. It's okay. I already forgot. <laughs> All the way to the bottom one. Okay. Which does not count the episode that came out when we we're looking at it because it just came out. So. So, like, are you talking about the one that we just did, or the one that we are currently doing? And I'm talking about the one, the one, the, re- the one that aired more recently, not the one we're doing now. Oh, okay. We don't count that one. Word. Okay, I follow because that one just happened. All right. Well, before we get into the actual ranking of the episodes, I think we should talk about. I'm just leaving that there for you for whenever when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. we'll tap into like our tap right, tap what, tap in tap. How did we meet? How did we? How did this whole like occurrence? Because you know. I'm a different person than you, and sometimes it's hard to meet other people who aren't you. And when you make friends, that's even more difficult. I think it's, I feel like you should actually tell this story because I feel like I've told my side of this story so frequently. Oh, that's true. All right, so it all started approximately four and a half years ago. I was uh, was deeply embedded in the Sacramento um, street gang, the uh, the Comedians. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not trying to. Your sad story is very sad. White gangs exist. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Not- white gangs do exist. Um, white gangs lives matter. <laughs> you always hear all. The, you always see these <laughs> these documentaries about black gangs. But you don't hear about the other gangs, the ones outside the Bloods and the Crips. You know, like the uh, Sons of Anarchy and the, the Mayans. The mo- we were <laughs> we were the moths because we only came out at night. I and said moths, but moths. Oh, I like mine better. <laughs> yeah, it's better. And uh, we would go and we would shake down um, like Seven Elevens and. Uh, by the time I got to being one of the leaders of, of the moths, they said, look, we're looking to expand our territory. We're going to send you to the East Coast. And I'm like, wow, that's a real uh, uh, hubristic expansion. Don't you think we moths are flying a little too close to the sun here? And they said, nah, man, we're expanding our territory. You're going to go live in midtown Manhattan. And so I did it. And I got in close with the uh, with the uh, local bug themed street gangs there, and you know, I was trying to make. make what are money. some of the gangs? Oh, the bumblebees! You don't want to fuck with the bumblebees; they'll sting you. Um, and then there were some of the other the 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 beetles. They only drove in Volkswagens. That's how you could tell who the beetles were. And then you didn't. You didn't. You definitely didn't want to fuck with the praying mantises. Go ahead, ask your question. Why? Why wouldn't you want to fuck with the praying mantises? <sighs> they ran the city, man. They ran the city. They ran the city. You were living in a whole different world than me. Exactly. And well, what were you doing at this time? Because because this was like from I guess the years of. 2000 something till like at least 2019 I was I was in deep with the moths I was in the I was in the cocoons with the moths you feel me a lot of traveling actually 
in the years before. <clears throat> uh, and unfortunately, a lot of violence. Oh, that's tragic. How much violence? Do you ever see a bumblebee sting a beetle in cold blood just because they were selling dope on their block? I'm never going to forget the day I was chilling. <clears throat> and my, my my homie, he hits me up. He's like, yo, Serena is over at the Continental in Manhattan. And like, they're being like rude to her. Some dudes are like all over her. So we get up, we hop on the train, we go over there. I'm trying to act tough, right? But I'm kind of scared as fuck. We get there. These motherfuckers had swords. Swords? Swords. Like like, like uh, sticks, but metal and pointy? Ninja swords. Shit. Now here's the kicker. I'm not fucking with you. They were dressed up like anime characters, but not from an anime that I would know. Like, probably from like... But like a deep cut? Yeah, like some, like, you know... Like one of those ones that was like only popular in a very specific uh, region of Japan. Like, did it even make it to anime, but it was still, like, manga? Listen, I don't know, but I know I didn't recognize any of them fools. <sighs> All right? They come out of the fucking bar, and we go, we're going to fucking run. Then they start fucking shooting at us. With swords? Uh, you never heard of a gun blade? Gun blades? Somebody never played Final Fantasy VIII. It's true. I never played yeah. Final Fantasy VIII. They were running parkour, parkour, parkour. More like, ah, 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 Tell me how the main motherfucker slipped on a banana peel. Mm. Wait, did you say a banana peel? I'm not fucking around. There was like a garbage truck or some shit. And you know how the wait, garbage is on the side? What street was this on? Oh, this is on uh, 4th Avenue and 13th Street. 4th and 13th. Coming coming up towards Union Square. So it was a near mid, like just just downtown, east, just east of downtown, or like not not. You, it's, it's it's the village. The east side. It's it's the West Village. I don't know, man. What's the East Village? I might have been doing business down there. I don't think you was, unless you was out in the back of trucks throwing banana peels. <laughs> Look, Do you understand that, that wasn't that those my days, job, but I wasn't. Not. The an- amount of banana peels that have ruined a successful op, you don't even know. Well, I mean, those you don't the, even know. Those were the '64 days. You know, in that one song where Kendrick he's talking about the art of peer pressure, right? And they're driving, right? And they're getting like shot in the car or whatever. We were supposed to get them. I mean, I heard someone was supposed to get them, but the banana peel was mm. just in the street, and the car like wobbled, and all the bullets missed. Is that what they mean when they talk about the banana clip? And it's just like when you go to shoot uh, something and you slip on a banana peel and it ends up just spraying. First that's, of all, that's when that's, you... that's actually that's so fucking stupid. It's obviously the thing of bananas that you keep that are pre-peeled and folded. Uh, it's your banana clip. It's the banana clip. It's because you, every, every gangster needs uh, a meal or at least a snack full of potassium. You don't want to cramp up during... During a, a a deal, have you ever heard about Big Banana Dave? If you, especially if you was around at that time, they know about Big Banana Dave. Oh, I know about Big Banana Dave. Big dude always eating bananas, spiked his potassium so high, had a fucking heart attack. 
You know, they say he had a tart attack. I'll tell you what, Big Banana Dave didn't have a heart attack. Said Big Banana Dave was a fucking mark. He was, he was talking too much shit. He ended up talking to the to the police. Big Banana Dave had to go. And it's funny, as I know that, because I was contracted to kill Big Banana Dave, but somebody killed him first. Hmm. Well, maybe, maybe there were just a couple too many rival, rival ops going on. You know, sometimes when people try to expand territory, some other Big Banana Daves get hurt. <laughs> and uh, you ever been out doing crime, and then while you're shooting at the cops, you accidentally shoot and like strike a, op, an opposing cop for an opposing rival crew so that they have one less cop chasing them and now they're able to get away? You know, you're accidentally interfering in somebody else's op. Can you just imagine that? Yeah, I've third party before. <laughs> just do it. It's like that show, uh it's like that show that they have on TNT, Rat in the Kitchen. It's like Rat in the Gang. Like this is that one person who you don't know who it is who's like throwing banana peels and shit. Like just to fuck with you, like just you know? someone to sabotage, <laughs> snatching your clip, make, emptying your dumping your clip. So when when the shootout happens and you're starting to fire back, you're just like click 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 click, 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 click. <laughs> and then they're like ha ha. Like the best pranks that you pull on your homies is when they're going for like a fight to the death and you like take their knife <laughs> and you replace it with one of those comb switchblades. No, you you get with a rubber duck. Oh, that's even funnier. Because then they got to mm-hmm. pull out the switchblade, and then they mm-hmm. switch it, and it's a rubber duck. Actually, uh, Big Banana Dave, he had a heart attack because of the bananas and the potassium, but that's not how he got that name. And it wasn't because he was slinging. It's because one time they pranked him like that, they gave him a rubber chicken, and he beat the fucking guy to death with it. With and if you beat chicken? somebody to death with a rubber chicken, they say you got a big banana. That's just what they said. <laughs> so he got... Big Banana Dave. It's Big Banana Dave if somebody, giving beatdowns with rubber chickens. If somebody beat someone up with a rubber chicken, would you fuck with them? I don't think I would fuck with anyone who beat someone up. But especially... Without murdering them. Especially with a rubber chicken. I mean, that's just funny. Could you imagine any more, any other objects that you could consider to be more demeaning to get beat with your mom's dildo actually <laughs> don't listen to this mom um, my mother used to keep her dildos and shit like in her closet and these kids I used to hang out with came to my house and the one kid Solomon was asleep and we went in the closet and took the dildo out we smacked him across the face with it and now can I say that when they robbed me of all my mother's video games like two months later, in hindsight, kind of valid. <laughs> All right, with that, I think we should transition to what is our like number three most popular um, podcast so far. What's our what's our runner runner up of like the one that we've done the best? I'm gonna say, but I'm bugging out because we're in New York in an apartment. What the fuck is going on upstairs? Um, it sounds like someone is... Are they moving a Murphy bed while someone is also having sex on said Murphy bed? 
Well, someone is moving around. Is moving. I think they took all their stuff already. It sounds like someone's just dragging like a hammer, the nail puller side down on the fucking floor. Like, like it sounds. Are there kids? Is there screaming? What the fuck is happening? Anyway, <laughs> episode rankings. The runner up to the runner up. Take a guess. Well, one of my favorites has to be the cowboy episode, where in it we formed the theorem that truly nothing is original, everything is a cowboy movie. It's kind of like how uh, everything's a reference of a reference of a parody of a reiteration and a retelling of the Bible. And even the Bible itself is a reference to a bunch of other bullshits. Nope, that's uh, episode number eight. That's uh, ranked number 18. Cowboy shit was 18? Yeah, it's 18 out of like 110. Wow. Okay, who was number three? Our first ever behind the bar, I believe. Our first ever? Wait, what was the featured drink? It was the Better Q Bitters. Ooh. I don't remember. Was it old fashioned? No, no. Oh no, it was bitters. We did the the like we talked about bitters. We just talked of like four different bitters. Yeah, we just talked about it and chatted about it. That was a really good time. I got those from my sister after she had come back from Afghanistan uh, as a tourist. Oh, okay. She's just chilling there, hanging out, seeing the sights. <laughs> Yo, whatever's happening upstairs. So that's just not crazy. I don't know if I want to be a part of it or I want to stay far away from it, but it kind of <laughs> sounds like they're um, using a mule to grind <laughs> bones into like a bread or like a mill. Like they're milling human bones upstairs. That's that's kind of what it sounds like. Am I also hearing lots of children? I'm hearing a lot of children laughing, so it might just be the Democrats. Oh, damn. I wish I had a, I, I wish I had like a, there we go. That's good enough. Okay. Damn. That was too hot. No, you better cool out, big dude. Damn. So we talked about bitters once. You had a tri, or a, a quartet. I was going to say a trio. Oh yeah. That's all I'll say. It was a quartet of bitters. Yeah. So uh, she got them for me. She got back from Afghanistan. Uh, first of all, wild time there. Like, first of all, it's, like, really cool. Uh, it's, like, very scenic. It was really weird, though. Everything had, like, this weird sepia tone over it. It was, like, kind of orangey and yellow. And there was lots of sand. And none of the people there had, like, things. It was weird. It wasn't like America. Uh, it was It wasn't as different. cool as America. What was the uh, the grit on the, uh, the film? I mean, on the just looking outside did it look it's really interesting because i felt like there was like a constant sandstorm or something happening yeah because it was like really grainy it was almost like watching a vhs that's what that's what i've been told through vhs is that what it looks looks like like. in real life you tell you're the one with the sister who's been to afghanistan the reason we started doing the behind the bars is that when we started doing the episodes uh because we had met and started doing the episodes and stuff and we liked what we were doing. We were looking for more ways to incorporate alcohol things and other things and just like different ways of content yeah. into what we do. Well, and also what attributed to us wanting to do behind the bar is that we ended up winning a sweepstakes 
to go visit a very exclusive alcohol distillery. Um, at the time, I was bedridden along with uh, three of James's grandparents, and um, he ended up finding a golden ticket that allowed him and one guest to go visit one of the uh, local distilleries here in Brooklyn. Was it Van Brunt? Or Actually, was it... no, it was Transmitter. Um, mm. Which is interesting because there it looks there it actually looks very small at first and to be honest I never told you this before but you weren't my first choice. <sighs> um, I had a feeling because you came up and you were like, "Hey, buddy!" It's like 15 minutes from now. Like yeah, I was actively like, in front of it. And I'm gonna go to this. Do you want to like tag along? You missed it. I, I was in front when you went to the bathroom right before you went inside. And I was begging anyone, please, please just come inside with me. Mm. Please say that I'd forgotten that I invited you already. Please. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for you, you had to take me. And uh, I was like, you hear that, James? <laughs> We're going to the factory. It's been so exclusive. And then we blocked out. I don't really remember what happened that day. There was something, bubbles, my eyes still of- itches. Uh, <laughs> I know we went in with a larger group than we came out of, um, but just so happened we exited, and and uh, the owner of the distillery said, "Hey, you guys won this podcast. Here's here's some uh, recording equipment. Go go drink some alcohol to your heart's content. We'll just keep supplying you." And me being the realist, I was like, "Hey, do we have any listeners?" No, no, just just the pod. Just the here's <laughs> the equipment. Just if you build it, they will come. And we said that doesn't sound like an effective marketing strategy. <laughs> and then they just kept saying, "If you build it, they will come." And we said, "So like, are what are we building? Is, is it a viewership? Because then we're building them coming. That seems kind of uh, kind of backwards, right?" <laughs> Do you build something for a perceived audience, or do you fill the niche of what you already know is there? Hmm. It's kind of like Quaaludes and Xanax. People like to always make the argument that like Steve Jobs like saw something, but it, he wasn't the only person. People already knew that computers needed to get, needed to get smaller and to enter into the consumer market. Other companies have been doing that forever. He worked for a company that produced video game consoles but history reflects differently and shows like oh there there were no such things as home computers but there fucking were there's there's nobody fucking sets out to start the new thing when you start the new thing you just start it by accident and it's done and then it's like wow i magically did a thing like penicillin it's like the fuck it's like the fucking starbucks you mean that's me that was me you were the starbucks union the union thing that was me. You unionized Starbucks. Uh, that right there, me. Chris Smith, he's the union organizer for Amazon. Wait, right? did you say Christmas? His name is Chris Smith. Don't fuck with Wait. the man. <laughs> Respect the man. He I'm is. Sorry, you just you said it quickly. He's the Amazon. He's you just the, sound like you were saying Christmas, but with a lisp. He is the person who is like in charge of the Amazon Workers United, and the Starbucks Workers United was all me. Until fucking Brian, until fucking Brian. God damn it, Brian. He fucking, he filed the paper. 
he crossed out my name and put his. That rat bastard. Wait, he crossed it out as like the leader of the union? Yeah. Or like There's like a big paper that mm-hmm. says leader of the union. He John Hancocked your ass. He did. He When I say he crossed it out, he didn't like put an X to it. He just wrote his name bigger over mine. Apparently, like right next to the like uh, finds, these ke- finds these keepers, there's like another rule called Hansy Reitzies, I mm. guess, where, like, if you write your name bigger over someone else's. Well, it's the scribble out clause. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, if you scribble out and then write over it, yeah. you, it's like, obviously, you legally are obliged to have to respond to it, what the larger written text it, obviously, is. Obviously, they didn't mean to put James. That was, they spelled, they spelled Brian wrong. He, he <laughs> was using his maiden name. Yeah. I guess James is his middle name. He yeah. just forgot. It happens. That was me. You were the one who unionized Starbucks. I was. Well, that's crazy because I was actually hired to do, uh, what is it, espionage, corporate espionage on the Starbucks union, um, which is even weirder because I never was actually assigned to work at Starbucks. I was just assigned to befriend a Starbucks employee to try to dig up as much dirt. I've told you all my secrets. Little did you know, I've been working for Big Starbucks the whole time. It's a Mexican standoff. There's a third person here now. You've never heard from them or seen them, but they're pointing a gun at me. And now I have a gun at them and a gun at Chandler. And I got a gun at James and also a gun at myself because I'm crazy, man. I'm a wild cannon. I got a gun on me and a gun on you and a gun on me with my other arm. (laughs) It's there. I promise. Oh, man. This guy's packing. I'm pointing like they can see me. <laughs> um, Chandler, go ahead. I'm, uh, <clears throat> this, is you, this is your retrospective. This is your word trapped in the refrigerator moment. Yeah. This, was, this has been a crazy year. I think it's been a crazy two years. Like, do you remember the time during COVID when I died and you had to do the podcast by yourself? Actually, I didn't. Ca- I didn't die of COVID. By the way, I died attempting to fight. I uh, never told anyone. What? Oh, but if you actually look back in the shows, so if you comment and like every episode, you get access to the show where I announced that he died, but I hid it. Because deep, deep in the annals of, I, I hit uh, it because was that in good time? I just knew that we would get you back. It it was a crazy time. I I didn't think you'd be able to collect all three Dragon Balls. First of all, put some respect <laughs> on on fucking the name of the random Egyptian god or goddess. I don't care. We look. We found a book. Went to a place. We did the thing. Came back. Um, your wife turned into a pillar of salt. I'm single again. 
<laughs> they they said don't look back or should turn to a pillar of salt and I turned back and I and said what you look back what's at gonna happen <laughs> whoa wait a minute what what's going on what Sarah Sarah whoa are you a pillar of, are you becoming more of a pillar of salt as I'm looking at you faster you thought she was salty before <laughs> he was like well I didn't finish explaining it to you so you can stop looking and I'll reverse it reverse what. <laughs> What are they saying? Like, I'm trying to give you a chance here. So you're saying I'm not supposed to look at her, but she's so beautiful. And now she's crystalline. <laughs> she, she stopped. Wait, stop. It's like, oh, wow. I love this. This is great. I love to hear this. But if you hadn't gone back and gotten the book and took your, well, now ex-wife uh, to the underworld to retrieve me, then we wouldn't be able to continue the show like we did. We wouldn't be able to do some bangers. Like, um... What's the runner-up? What's the runner-up show that's our, our second best second best show that we've ever done? What do you think it is? I think, ooh, one of my favorites is our actually, our very first one, Why Do White People Like Wu-Tang? And because I think that one was very introspective and it gave a lot of depth and it talked about just what kind of appeal hip-hop has to have in order to make it in the mainstream. Um, and it was also just one of our first ones where we really got to feel what it's like to, to run the show the way we do. It, it was still in our like infant phases, but like we were starting to walk. You know, we were moving from crawling to walking, and it was a good time. And I think our audience would probably recognize that as well. And so the episode is, I picked a random part. I don't know if it's going to make sense, but we're going to listen to our own podcast for two seconds. If it's working, wait, am I muted? He was a delinquent. Really? He was horrible. The fourth episode where he gets a tattoo, he gets a It's the episode with my mother. Adult Uh, Swim. The Adult Swim one. That one was fun. That is our second most listened to episode. Here's a quick fun fact. Um, was that in good taste? The fun top fact. three song, the song, the top three episodes are double the listening Dang. of the other episodes. Wow, that's a lot of listenership. Well, I mean, 10 is pretty big compared to five. Number four is interesting. Be a man. Be a I man. barely remember that episode. Was that, oh, that's when we talked about toxic masculinity and its implications. And then we also sang Mulan's uh, Be a Man song. Oh, fuck me. Erasure, by far, is the top episode. Erasure is the number one episode. I thought we were going to get there gradually. I thought uh, we were I can help. My, I, got, I got shocked. Uh, he got, he Do you know why? A little too headstrong. Do you know why? No, tell me. You're the one looking at the number stats. Number one is Erasure, and number six is Erasure. What? Number six is the first time I posted it. And then when you went away, I reposted it. But I don't think I put – I don't – like usually if I have to post something, I put like – I change the title or something. Uh-huh. I think I didn't. <gasps> and the, the newer one just did so much more it listeners. gangbusters? Yeah, but but the, the original Erasure is top ten. Wow. It's almost in the top five. That was a really good episode. What it, did we talk about? We talked about erasure, like, you know, bi erasure or queer erasure. We just talked about erasure. We talk about the way that we as a society tend to think of things in a binary nature and oh, things that fall in God. the middle. Trying to just, uh... Remember I told you that fucking story about the time that my finger got erased? 
Oh, was it like a chalk zone type thing? Or yeah. was it like a and it was just gone. Oh, it was like a chalk zone type. And it got wet and it was just gone. Oh, and shit. I just didn't have a finger for like two years. I, I, I used to use pencil to draw it in. But then, I don't know, I 3D printed a new one. That's probably for the best. Because 3D printers are are really the top notch you can get with uh, reanimating flesh. Well, I told you almost all of them, but I didn't tell you number five is. <laughs> so, you know, one in six is erasure. What's number five? This one is interesting because we're definitely talking, like, about stuff that's happened. So what I do you think it is? I think that one's the uh, the the election one. Or, no, that's the debate one when we did when I when we did our debate breakdown. The breakdown. Ooh. Which one is it? It is. Are you ready for this? No. It is obviously not a Halloween episode, which is because I didn't remember if we'd already done a Halloween episode. Oh, and so we did obviously not a Halloween episode. Now, the first time we did a Halloween episode, I do not remember what happened. I remember we were riding bikes and listening to a song about gay Jewish bees, something to do with Halloween. Uh, oh, no. It was the werewolf bar mitzvah spooky scare. Oh, so gay boys Jewish beat. boys bar mitzvah song. Yeah. And we were like biking. And then we had like a whole little Stranger Things type adventure. It was like boring, whatever, like a Tuesday. Yeah, no. That but was... then we got really wasted after. Well, and that was the Halloween when we started. Um... Well, really, we started that whole high school party in the in the cabin. Right? Oh my like... fucking god! Here we go. I had nothing to do with that. I just I, you put a sign right. At the, I just put like a sign you put a, you put a sign that says, "Hey, warning! You go to the house and it's secretly a bunch of games that'll kill you." And you put it on a piece of paper. And you laminate it and put it on a tree in front of the house, and they drop at the back of the house. And, and then walk around to the front. And don't see the very nice fucking... It's not my fault. Remember the time I got too drunk from doing one of these podcasts and had to spend the night? Yes. I was hoping you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it comes and goes, but... We ended up playing uh, playing video games for a good amount. I remember I blacked out a little bit, right? And then next thing you know, we're playing Final Fantasy. Well, I'm watching you play Final Fantasy. And then we zoned back in. And then I was beating you at Super Mario Kart. <laughs> you <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> what was? You, d- <laughs> you, definitely, you definitely weren't beating me at fucking Mario Kart. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. Wow. Up bending the fucking truth, fucking Mario Kart. I was trying to catch him on the yes and. <laughs> fucking Mario Kart. No. Who's your Who's your best character in Mario Kart? The shy guy. Oh fuck! I was gonna do shy guy. Damn. All right. Not true. Oh, my my best dude. What? Wait. Are you gonna say Dry Bones? Yes. That's what I was going to say. Bastard. That's one of my best characters. As well as Shy Guy. Remember that time you told me to, you taught me how to play uh, Dungeon? No, Magic the Gathering. And we ended up having to uh, fight a warlock. <laughs> what the fuck is. 
first of all, not a warlock, a sorcerer. Warlocks, no, wizards, and sorcerers are all different. No. I get... Hold on. Technically, it's a planeswalker. Didn't you say that? Because I kept saying they were some wizard bitch. Well, a planeswalker, I think, is more like a sorcerer. Is it? What's the difference between a planeswalker or a sorcerer? I mean, between a sorcerer, a wizard, and a... Uh, the amount of cornstarch you put in the recipe. Uh, the difference between a sorcerer, a warlock, and a wizard. A wizard gets their power from studying. A warlock gets their power from making a deal. And a sorcerer... No, a warlock gets their power from uh, genetics. Right? And then a sorcerer gets their power from a sugar daddy deity. Wait, what? What? Isn't that the thing? Okay, hold on. Wizards learn the things. Yeah, wizards are academic-based. Sorcerers have innate magic. Oh, that's what it is. It's like they get their... They just are born... Lady Gaga, born with it. I wonder what a warlock is. A warlock is one that's got a sugar daddy deity. I gave up my powers a long time ago, so I don't know. Mm, my powers were stripped from me on account of I kept using them to make cotton candy until I made a cotton candy golem to defend. <laughs> it was for a real bad reason, too, because it was uh, it was like a Little League soccer team, and our back defenders were just awful. So I had to make a cotton candy golem to replace them, essentially. But the hardest part is, as a mid-forward... Every now and then, I'd have to drop back to help defend, and you end up eating your defender if it's a cotton candy golem. They're just too delicious. And well, so also, now, they get wet. They get wet. To, well, and also, you ever fucked cotton candy? I have never fucked cotton candy. Well, I have. And Specifically, it, a cotton candy golem named Sue. Huh. It's really interesting. Do, are. Did we fuck the same golem? <laughs> I might have eaten the golem you fucked. In which case, does that mean we're we're related? You're so fucking gross. I actually uh, hold on. Is a golem gender neutral? Like they, because it's like a inanimate <laughs> object made of. That's been been given life. Like I feel like inherently, golems are gender gender neutral. How would a golem have gender? How know. would a golem have a gender? I mean, if the golem identifies, I, I guess, guess as the... whatever different versions of golem there are. I guess that brings it to we gotta talk, ask this uh, TikToker you follow or whatever. But like. Because if you're animating it with, like, a sentience, right? I'm talking, like, if if we're going, like, by the Talmud oh my type God. shit. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, like, what... I'm not going based off of, like, what we actually know as far as um, gender and sex and all that. Uh, but, like, if it's given... If it's is it endowed with us with like a spirit like is it a spirit trapped inside of a body? I don't know, man. I don't know. So much. one, if it has a spirit, right? 
and the spirit is Jewish, yeah, not kosher. It's not. So kosher. no matter what it is. So if it's a broccoli and it has a soul, yeah, and the soul is Jewish, you can't eat it. Can't eat it. Okay. Not kosher. If the object is kosher already, and it's animated by magic, it's not kosher. But it doesn't have a spirit or soul. Animated, like as in given mechanical ability. Yes. Or like, okay. So like, is the, if if the wizard or, or, or sorcerer is sitting there, you know, like that guy Josh from New Jersey, the one who floats the cars and makes them do like a little jig in like the shape of like a gigantic like Voltron type oh, thing. Oh yeah, Jersey Josh. Yeah, like that. Like you're just moving it around like that, like puppeting it. Yeah. Then it's not anything. It's just being moved around. It's like if somebody's wagging a fucking burger in your face. Like the burger's not moving. Somebody's wagging the burger. Right. right. Okay. So then it's it's yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What else has happened over the past three years since we started COVID? Doing... Yeah, we talked about that. I died. Oh, but but not because of COVID though. Oh no. I died because of uh I lost the will I lost my will I had written a will and testament and then it just disappeared it died and so I had I I, I died along with the will <laughs> just your will to live <laughs> no my it's yeah I ended up birthing a pair of twins um I I hoped you would send one of them to uh to oh no I forgot about death. you like immediately oh uh, I was banging and clanging, brother. Banging and clanging. <laughs> like a suit of armor. Because suits of armor will also um, bang and or clang. Remember remember that time? Remember that time you hooked me up with a dog? First of all, that's illegal, and so we don't talk about that. <laughs> Go ahead, go, yeah, go ahead, yeah, go, go. You you said you said it. You said hooked you up with a dog. So we were at a bar, right? You remember? And I said, "Damn, that's one, <laughs> that's one cute puppy over there." Oh my god, no! Please stop. And you said that bitch is fine. <laughs> and uh, turns out we were at a furry bar, and um. No, that that wouldn't save the story. That just makes also, what's wrong with furry bars? Fuck you! I actually haven't been to. I just don't know where any furry bars would be. Oh yeah, I could take you. you I hoped you would. <laughs> I, I, I I can't. I'm I've t- never been to a furry bar. <sighs> See, someone has to take me to a furry bar so I can stop having sex with all these animals, like just actual biological animals. <laughs> That's too hot for me here, cuz. What do you think our worst episode is? Easily this one. You said that the last time. Oh. As the best one? What do you think is the worst? What do you think is the worst episode? Ooh, maybe. Let's see. I think our worst episode is our pirates episode. Where where we talked about Jewish pirates. That's a great episode. Fuck you. I know, I just couldn't think of any other episodes. We've done a lot. We have done so many. Other than the two that we just did, which don't count. And because those two are literally the last two 
so they're gonna like leap up the bottom two so the last one yeah was a special episode a very special episode not that one it was the Super Tuesday one that we did in your house. Oh, on which the roof. makes sense. No, that was the one we did in your house with my old podcast setup, and I brought it over. Oh, and we sat on the yeah. couch. That's probably not a good episode, actually. Cool concept, but not good execution. Yeah. Now it would sound better. I'll just move this over there; it'd be fine. Um, that was Super Tuesday Eve, and then the one on the roof is the one right, is right after that. That makes but sense. here's the thing is that these are only the numbers of those episodes being listened to since I switched to anchor.fm. .fm. So the stuff that I had on Libsyn and Pinecast, those episodes are, the, the statistics are lost. So right now, Super Tuesday Eve is the lowest. I got a question for you. What was your favorite episode? Not statistics, Ooh. just what's your personal favorite episode? Give me a give me a James is looking through all the episode titles song so that I can find one. Whoa, James is looking through episodes. Other than Erasure, because I love that episode, which is why I've posted it twice intentionally without adding anything to the name, because I thought that I wanted more people to listen to it. I'm gonna look through the episodes now. Whoa, James is looking through episodes now. Wish he wouldn't shake the brown cow, cause now we just oh. got bunch of milkshakes. Jesus fucking Christ, I. I, I want to stop looking just because, oh, my fucking God. There was some good, the bar trivia episode. Wow. I did I not put, like that one. You did not? You made me feel stupid. It's not my fault. Your your bar trivia is ridiculously hard. Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean's in the middle there, too. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, the Black of the Berries moving up. Uh, what about the Animal Planet? Uh, man, there's so many good episodes here. Wow, I think I really like Erasure. Whoa, too many Oreos. Fuck, all these are so good. I think I like them all. He likes them all. I'll tell you what my favorite one was. The one where we Oh, did... the one, winner or loser, where I'm the winner and you're the loser. That's my favorite. Oh, fuck, fuck off, man. My favorite episode was uh, Moms and Mimosas. And, and my mom was on the, on the podcast with us. Remember that? That was fun. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember what that episode was called, really. So I'm looking. And uh, it was the uh, it was the Mother's Day one. Or no, it was the homecoming one. That's what it is. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. That one's one of my favorite ones. My mom, my mom got to hang out with us and we got to get her drunk on mimosas. Wow, that's up there. That's actually six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, top ten. top ten. You hear that, Ma? I mean, We're... me and my mother are like number two, but. <sighs> yeah, well, nepotism. So, James, as, a, as, a, as, as we've gone through the years, how do you feel about this podcast? How do you feel about this relationship between us? It's nice, but. I don't need a hand job every time we're recording. I get fidgety. Um, I don't know. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Where would you like? To... I'm breaking up with you. Oh, that's what this is. Where would I like to be? Where would I like to be? You know, I want to fucking be. Where do you see yourself in exactly two years? Where do you see yourself without me? 
bitch. <laughs> in two years, in here, exactly, but it's going to be perfect, and we're not going to have to work. And we're just going to be able to commit our days to just, like, doing work we enjoy. That's a pleasant thought. Banging and clanging, motherfucker. Banging and clanging. What does hey. that mean? Slapping them decks on the table. Clanging Dom- them swords. Domino, motherfuckers. Bam. Uno. Out. Reverse card. Um. Skip. Skip. Draw four. Wild draw four. The color is yellow. Oh, <laughs> This fucking guy. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, draw, bitch. This was. This is why I don't go out with you to bars. Well, that and last time we went out to a bar. I could not help. I can't keep it in my pants. It itches. It. <laughs> I know it's only a pencil. But it jabs into your leg. And, and it, it cr- gets in there. If only you weren't so allergic to graphite. And also, I can't feel my dick when it's in there. Well, that's just part of the... Uh, part of the allergic reaction some of these episodes so all the ones i feel like there's a point where like everything there's like an average and then there's just a bunch that all have like the same and it sounds like we have a consistent viewership uh holiday special order the white lotus but those are all ones that we did before we migrated so we've only had a certain amount of listens since we've come over of those episodes i see so some of those might actually have more so I think Erasure is by far just absolutely probably the it, best episode. It's the most poignant as well. I feel like we just did a really good job talking about a topic and it was just really good. Maybe I learned that I really shouldn't be touching people like that with hugs. Hugs, not drugs. Consensual hugs. Or drugs, not hugs. Like, no, consensual hugs. Consen- but, but like holding on a little too long, but not like a whole second too long. Like just long enough that they go, are we still? And then we're not hugging anymore. So like, I don't actually cross any boundaries, but they're going to think about it. And I kind of think about it sometimes. Like, did I hug them too long? The answer is probably, yeah. That's like we're dating. If you think you hugged someone too long, then you probably hugged them too long. I'm just from a from a socially conscious perspective, right? So if you're fucking someone, if you touch anyone, you've probably touched them too long. I agree with that. Yeah, touch them too long. I mean, don't touch them too long. Erasure is not what you think it's about. It's, it's about erasures. Erasures. I was about to say it's <laughs> not about the part of the pencil that doesn't make you break out in hives. <laughs> it is. That's what. That's exactly that's what it's exactly about. What, yeah. So I tricked everybody into thinking it's about equality. It's a mix-up. But in reality, it's about how paper is classist and white. So how come, how come the paper just lays there, being white, blue stripes like the police, and then the black laid on top of it doing the work. Don't forget about the red margin lines. Got the blue and the red. That is the blood of my brothers and sisters spread across the page. And on that page, it says, You are not human, black man. That's what it says. This really harkens back to uh, 
So, being uh, being a Jewish pirate in the Caribbean. <laughs> well, yes, especially especially the long voyages I experienced as a Jewish pirate of the Caribbean, but also to your experience as a uh, Black Panther Def Jam poet. You fucking know it, brother, brother. There's some cut there. Let's hit this real close, real quick. Ninety-two percent of our listeners iPhone. 92%? Damn, maybe Apple I should... Apple Podcasts. Maybe I should switch. Yeah. Then uh, the other is 8%. Oh, I got a little devices thing here. iPhone, 93%. Android, 2%. Other, 5%. That's computer. Oh, I have a little... Sp- oh, I have some breakdown for Spotify. Ooh. What are some of the other... My breakdowns? male audience, our male audience, 82% which is something I actually would love to change, mainly because uh, I like to crack all kinds of jokes. Rid- we need to get rid of those men. I know, right? But I just think that, like, um, I want to... Uh, this, this is an inclusive space, so fuck that shit. Uh, it says female, 18%, and it says non-binary, 0%. But it's listed there, and I'm pretty sure I know one person who listened once. Um, <laughs> I know one person who's listened at least one time, so... These uh, metrics are a little off. So now it's time for the age breakdown. This is what's really important because the 18 to 39 or or let's say because here's a little different. 18 to 39. That's like all people who matter. No, no. So what? Aha. Uh-huh, there's two on TV. There's 18. There's eight. There's 18 to 39. And then there's like 21 to 36. You know what I mean? There's like the really important. And then there's the a little less important. So this is 18 to 22, 23 to 27, 28 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 59, 60 plus. The majority of our audience, what do you think it sets? <coughs> what was the second classification again? 23 to 27. 23 to 27. You feel like the majority? No, wait. The majority is 27 to, what was it? Uh, 28, 34. 28, 34. That's our majority. And I think uh, our strong runner-up is the other one. What, the, the 18 to 22 or the 35 to 44? Or the 45 to 59? No, it's the 23 to 27. 23 to 27 and 35 to 44 are tied at exactly 30% of our audience. Hey, I know how to guess yeah, things. Including the 24%, that means that we're up in the key demo i think this is interesting i really think i want to clip this out for a little funsies because people love shit like this um but here's the real thing where do you think people are listening from there are one two three four five six seven eight countries here eight countries eight countries so give me 10 give them to me in order two of them make them not your real opinion let's go okay u.s I mean, Avi, uh, Canada. Yeah, keep going. Um, Chile. Am I right? Not that far. Oh, is it Argentina? Damn. Keep going. Number three. Okay. Um, let's see. Qatar. Not quite, but uh, not too far away. 
Which direction? Like north or south? Just hit the next one. That's All it. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Some of these got to be Russian bots. So I'm going to go Russia. Mm. Russia is on there. But like what? Are you going to tell me what rank are the ones that I actually guess? We'll do three more. Okay. India. Just because like there's... I'm going. I'm going. People statistics now. <laughs> India, 100. percent Yeah. Uh, China. No. No China. Damn. Yo, what up, China? What's up with this like this this cold shoulder you're giving? Yeah. Us? What's what's happening here? Did we support you. Yeah. It's. And, and the last one. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. <sighs> Is it any one of the uh, former states of the Lithuanian Commonwealth? Why not? Okay. So that's just the Eastern European bloc. In order. U.S. Uh-huh. at 90%. Yeah. America. Germany. Germany. At 3%. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, willkommen. Willst du swimmen gehen in der Stadt? In der Stadt? Good nine, uh, I know week. There we go. I said a bunch of things. Uh, and that's three percent. The UK at two percent, and oh, everything here. I it, always forget about the UK. And everything here is it just below one percent? I guess ever since they left the rest of the EU, they just don't matter as much. First of all, remember that dinner party with Boris Johnson? What a fucking sloppy fool! Ugh, I can't imagine having. A country leader as boorish as Boris. What were you guys talking about, though? You look really buddy-buddy. We were talking about, really... Do you remember the old show on uh, Spike TV, MXC? Of course. The Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, which is really a dubbed parody version of, uh, what is it, Takahashi Castle? Yes. I feel like I'm correcting this. I'm pretty sure you're good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. All right. So we were talking about we were caught, we were, we were discussing the nuanced comedy of Guy Ledouche, the uh, on-field news commentator of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, and how his role as an athletic on-field commentator is. A double-edged sword where he's both prying athletes to open up to him, but at the same time having to keep them uh, uh, constrained. What was Mr. Uh, what was Prime Minister Johnson's opinion on this? He thought that Guy Ledouche didn't uh, dig deep enough into the internal psyche of the uh, contestants because there was so much anguish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whenever someone didn't accomplish the thing. And it mm. was very uh, kind of a superficial slap on the butt. Mm-hmm. And you know how how Borish likes to be where he's not given superficial slaps on the butt. He's getting in there. He's grabbing and, and really just digging his fingers in. And nothing superficial about it. You know, it's actually, I, I actually agree with him. I, unfortunately, I, that vote of uh, no no confidence they tried to pass. This opinion, I, I think he might actually still have it up there. I, you I'm have confidence sure. in his no confidence? 
I think a little bit. The rest of the states, by the way, that follow us, the best of the countries. Yeah. Uh, after the top three, which are U.S., Germany, and the U.K., um, Brazil, Mexico, India, Japan, and Russia. Oh, when I said Chile, you were talking about Brazil. I get it now. Everything's clicking. Everything's making sense. And now we're going to also do a little thing. We're going to look over at the, wow, our current balance in there is 1700250 Dollars. Man. You know what we should do? We should put it into a savings account with like a point oh 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 three interest rate. So that way every ten years we'll make like three cents on on it on the dollar. So we're definitely getting into something I think it's a little better in the trends. So at the beginning it was like peak. Every time I saw air peak, then it dips and it's like a little squiggly line. These last few episodes that we have, I don't know how to explain it, but the peaks are much closer. Oh, that's interesting. So if you look how closer they're clustered, so the highest is not the high, but the... But their lowest isn't the low. Yes. Instead, it's staying at a more consistent and peaking higher, Hmm. which means we're retaining more people. Look at us go. Look at... Look Fuck. at wait no not look at us go look at you go the listeners the consistent viewers who are keeping us afloat who are making it so that and of course thank you for subscribing to our Patreon because without you as a will follower we wouldn't be able to do this full time was this a flash forward into have I been doing have I been doing a, a Patreon on the side and not telling you this entire time. I probably could get away with you, it too. You definitely, I could just get totally. Away. You wouldn't even know. Like you, well, and what? What court? How am I gonna have claim to any of that money? Because I put your name as an executive associate producer and creator in all the shows. Oh, that's dumb. Don't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't give you credit for the work that you do. No, you should be trying to extort me like a any Paul Giamatti character in any hip hop. Uh, biopic. Just like I want to extort these listeners' amazing opinions. Exactly. And you want to try to utilize their opinions to make money and profit. We're a five-star podcast. No way. I'm not going to say how many reviews that is, but but it's more than one. It's more than two. How? Is it more than... Three, it is. Wow. We could go. You know what? Let's not keep going because we 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 be doing it forever until we get to the t- until we get to the number. I don't want to get there. Yeah. I was well, wait, do one more. You can do one more. Just rule of threes. You can do one more. Is it more than two? We already did that. No, no. You can oh, go, go, for, go for it. Okay. Go for it. Is it more than four? No. Yes. Wait. Yes. It wait. is more than four. It is. It is. <laughs> It is more than four. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. One more, one more, one more. Is it more than five? Yes. Ah, because we have a lot. You know what? Let's stop now. We're going to get tired before we get there. You know, you don't want to bust too soon. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, okay. No, 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 no. All right. We'll leave them wanting more. (laughs) But they're going to keep the thing out of you. Keep liking. They will never catch up. Oh, man. 
<laughs> Leave them wanting more, but let them know that they'll never be enough. Doing this with you has been an absolute blast. It's interesting that you mentioned and kind of want to do this episode because I was looking at the fact that we've done, we're, we're getting towards 200 episodes, bud. Wow. We're getting to the point where now it's a small amount of money, but a small amount of money is starting to pour, to, to, to evaporate and then recondense on the ceiling of the room. We're then... having distilled <laughs> income from this. But it's literally such a small amount that it's not worth doing anything with, but it exists. And before it was zero, which means that there's only two ways to go. One of them is up. Nowhere else to go but up. Look, we're this podcast is going to be like, like ducks in a pond, man. What's so, up? <laughs> I feel like we should start a new skit where every week it's like, hey, let's check it on the profit of the other podcast. This week, seventeen twenty-five dollars. Yeah, <gasps> a whole seventeen. I could cash it out. Could we split it between us? We could, but I was gonna wait till twenty. Okay, I can I can dig it. Ten bucks each. That's that's a sandwich. Else is a sandwich. What else is a sandwich? In and in this episode, I don't I don't know. Well, yeah, it is a sandwich because we started talking about the finless por the Yangtze oh finless porpoise, and that'll be one end of the bread. And then here we are with the other side of the bun. Remember to donate to your local animal conservation and WWF uh, in support of endangered and critically endangered wildlife. The Yangtze finless porpoise is not long for this world. And the longer you listen to this podcast, the more dolphins are going to die. You know how? Wow. You hear that? If you... Wow. If you don't continue to listen to this, or if you if you stop listening to this podcast, more dolphins are going to die. Like listening to it on like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music, Casbot, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, Stitcher. If you don't listen in all those places simultaneously. That means at the same time for all you porpoise killers. Then you're out there kicking porpoises. While they're down, they're already on their way out. Just open the door for them. Um, I want to know, how does a finless porpoise swim? Like, if it doesn't <laughs> have any fins. It wiggles its body. Isn't, isn't, that, not... isn't that more of an eel than a porpoise? What's the deal? I'm Googling it. Give me uh, James's Googling thing song, please. Well, while James Googles it, I actually did the background research on the Yangtze finless porpoise. And it's not that they don't have How do you spell pectoral... finless? How do you spell porpoise? Finless. It's like Finland. How do you spell porpoise? P-O-R-P-O-I-S-D. Never mind. It autocorrected for me. Porpoise. It, it has fins. <laughs> it has pectoral fins, but it doesn't have a dorsal fin. It's like one of them beluga whales, but just kind of pocket-sized. But but... No, but it does. It has a fin on the end. It has a... No, a dorsal. The, the back. Oh, okay. Oh, because it doesn't have one on the back. Yeah, that's a dorsal fin. Oh, you're right. You're correct. I guess so. They just do they just swim in circles? Like when they swim forward, do they spin like a bullet? They yeah, they actually they're they're rifled. You know, they're um, <laughs> they don't have a dorsal fin, but they have grooves along their body that help them. Like the same way rifling on a barrel in a gun 
helps a bullet travel through the air. Um, they're able to travel through time and space that way. They're rifling through matter uh, the same way a defense attorney would rifle through your spending accounts. I'm really surprised you're telling me this. Obviously, I know this. We live in a country run and ruled by porpoises. I just married a porpoise. You were there. I don't understand. <laughs> so I married a porpoise. I, I, you're, why are you telling me this? It sounds har- like you're from another universe or something. Like you're at the like I don't know. Well, it's because it was actually very difficult for me to watch you marry this porpoise on account of I was your ring bearer, and the ring for a porpoise. <laughs> Isn't the same as a ring for a human. You got a gold wedding band for a porpoise that goes around an entire pectoral fin? That's 14 pounds. I had to hold it out from my body on display, walking down an aisle. Do you know how much CrossFit I had to do to prepare for this role as ring bearer for your porpoise marriage? (laughs) I can tell. That was uh, was a good taste. Thank you for listening. This has been a retrospective episode. Yeah. Through Froze colored glasses. It's more effort than a like replay or something. So I don't know why we did it. Um, drinking is not required. But it might be recommended. And if you have to ask. Then you don't get it. It wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs>